Good morning, fuckers. It's another day at the Daily VM. I have Mikey in the house. What's up? Hey, what's happening? Eric? Nope. Walking AWOL again. You know what, man? I don't even know why we have you on this fucker sometimes. And we have her back by popular demand and Dick Big Solicit. Hey, we have Crystal. What's up, girl? Yeah, you know, another day, another dollar. I'm absolutely fantastic. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I'm wonderful. I'm delightful. I said, hey, guys. So, I mean, that you were, you were in you, that. You are a guy. I mean, I didn't. Did you? Hey, Mike, how are you? No, no, I was being serious. I wasn't being an asshole. I'm, I'm like, really hey, happy. <laughs> because I wasn't being an asshole. See, that's, that's the fucking problem with me. Like, when I'm excited, people are like, he's being a dick. When I'm sad, he's like, he's being a dick. That is a true story. he's trying story. to be helpful, he's being a dick. Like, it's just, well, actually, asshole. Like, I get asshole a lot. I don't get dick. I tell I him he's know. an asshole all the time. All the freaking time. Like, my wife asked me a question this morning, and I literally come out of the gate fucking being an asshole, and I just answered her. Like all I did was answer the question. I wasn't even about it. I can't help it. Like I just all I said was like I'm super fantastic to be here, but I do appreciate the personal attention. Thank you, Crystal. It means a lot. You're welcome. Yeah. I think Crystal should be like a once a month regular on the show. Yeah, I think she should replace yeah, we, Eric. We, full we time. Could, yeah, we could groom her to replace Eric over time. Hundred percent. What do you think? What do you think, think Crystal? I don't think she's any grooming. Plus, I don't think in 2023 you can say grooming because I think that means something completely terrible. Oh, yeah, it's true. It does. It's yeah. sexual. Never mind. Probably hurt somebody's feelings, too. You probably... Yeah. So uh, I feel like I'm so short because I'm like sitting like your this. Feelings. Dude, like, you know, let me sit up here. Like, I could come on once a week, she said. <laughs> like, I feel like once a week. Hey, sex life. All right. Hey, all right. We have sex life. Yeah. Come once a week. Hey, you do. Regulated. Shit. Once a week. Fuck. I was thinking once a month, but hell, you know, whatever. It's all the same. Uh, yeah, I know. Hmm. That's really sad. I know. It's, it's it's just for commentary. It's not actually like that. I'm not having sex at least once a day in a relationship. I don't want to. Wait, once a day? Yeah. Bullshit. I'm going to call you out on that right now. You have oh, to have yeah. sex every day. Yeah. If not, like, it's probably once or twice a day. I'm probably, Jesus. it's probably, I probably want it more than the guy wants it. I, so I your like appetite all, is that strong? I, I, I feel like they all say that until they get in a relationship. Yeah. And then they're like, that's how they hook you. They're like, you know, once that, once, once you get committed and you're in like wow. the ring, you're like, you know what? Those days are over. <laughs> my, sex, my sex drive is a lot different when I'm in a relationship. So, so like, what happens when you're not in a relationship? Yeah. Like you just wear out the vibrators and you're just like going through them. I, I mean, I'm just not like, <laughs> auto ship. I'm just not as like, I don't know, active or like, oh. what, so so we, maybe that's what it is. That's what it is. It's, pin, it's pent up. It's yeah. pent up. Yeah, but uh, but are you? How long are you with these people? Just be honest. Like, how long are you in a relationship usually, on the average? Um, six months to a year. <laughs> yeah, that usually takes about a year before the fucking you stop you start dropping off on the sex drive with somebody. Mm -hmm. that, that's a fact, dude. it's normally around two years when it, be, you know, when I don't, it starts I don't to drop know. off. I was with my ex for for five and a half years, and we had sex <laughs> once or twice a day, every day. Fuck. <sighs> We were like, what? No, it just reminds me of this Instagram thing where there's this challenge going around where it's like, have sex every day for 30 days. And the guy's sitting next to his wife and she's all chipper. He's like, we've been doing it every day. We've never been closer. And he looks like he's just ragged and worn out. He looks like he just fucking, he's like been running on a fucking treadmill, like non fucking stop. Just like, he's like, somebody put me in my miseries. I just can't do it anymore. So, what's the most time you had sex in a day? Don't lie. Me? Mm hmm. Ah. Uh... 
I'm going to see if I four gotcha beat. I just wanted to know four times, Mike. Oh, like three. And then I was just like, fuck this. Dude, I, was I got bored a, with myself. I was such a horn dog. In- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was funny. <laughs> there are guys out there that don't want to do it like all the time. I was uh, listen. I you was know, like, I was nineteen, and I literally had sex nine times in one day. Okay, that's fantastic. Nine so, times. We were counting awesome, on a yeah. calendar. You've told, told us that story many times. But she hasn't heard it, asshole. Did you did you, you nut nine times? times? Mm-hmm. Wow. What's that? What'd you say, Crystal? Did you say, get off all of those nine times? Every single time. God damn. Because it wasn't like back to back to back. I mean, we spaced it out over that twelve hour period, but that we were hanging out. That's still pretty impressive. Yeah. I yeah. Say so. And I mean, I could bring her on the show and so, she would vouch for it. Trust this me. This is an interesting question then. This this is something that maybe, Crystal, you can answer for me and Brad. Anytime I watch a fucking horror movie or any type of fucking high suspense movie, mm-hmm. like the people literally stop trying to save their lives and immediately start fucking. Is that <laughs> what you would do? Like if you're in a building and it's burning and there's the exit and you and can I take no it escape? and survive right now. Like oh. if you took it right now, you survive. But you're with this really hot guy and he gives you a side eye and you're like, yeah, let's fucking do it right now. I don't give a shit if the fucking die. Is that I mean, would you do that? Or are you like trying well, to save yourself? If you think you're going to die, you might yeah. as well like go out with a bang. Okay. Yeah, so no now fun. that makes sense. Like, so all those horror movies make sense. Cause I'm like, literally like guys, you could literally like run to safety and survive. But instead you're like, fucking, you're like, there's a maniac outside killing like, all of our friends. <laughs> what are we going to do? We're going to fuck and not pay attention to shit and then die. Honestly, in their mindset, they probably think that like, okay, well, fuck it. We've, we've, See, we've the, uh, all avenues and we're not going to get through this. So we might as well just fuck that. I got, I got so much anxiety that I wouldn't be able to even do it. I'll be like, no, this is fucking dumb. Let's like, I don't know, make sharp stick and poke the guy. Have you ever thought of that? Instead of running, let's just turn around and poke him with a stick. See, I would say run and escape and then go fuck. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, let's fuck after we get to safety. Let's not fuck while the giant shark's trying to eat our ass. Well, my whole thing is, is like, there is usually, like, in the very beginning of the movie, like, there's yeah. a bunch of them. So, like, there's a bunch of you and one of him. Like, why don't you guys all, like, take them on at the same time? Because they're smart. Like, they wait. They separate them, and they're stupid. They're like, okay, obviously, like, they do their homework. They're like, these two are going to be fucking in, like, 20 minutes. I'll kill both of them. This guy's going to probably do a fucking handstand to get a fucking milk in the, in the, uh, out of the kitchen. Because that's what I'm going to do. Walk down the hallway doing a handstand in the middle of the fucking night. Because that makes sense. Yeah, horror films are pretty predictable, too. Let's yeah, just call it. Oh, well, is. yeah, they have to be, though. But, I mean. I think I've ever seen one, like, that isn't. I will tell you this, though, Mike. I watched Pearl last night. Oh, yeah. I didn't finish it, so don't tell me. I'm halfway through. It's fucked up. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, it's I, fucked up, yeah. man. <laughs> I was like, damn, she was fucked up, the old lady. Yeah, no shit, dude. The whole Have thing you seen was this yet, uh, Crystal? The movie X. It's X and Pearl. They're on Netflix, X. I think. Right? It's on Showtime. Or Showtime. It's, uh, it's, it's it, you have to have a uh, Max in order to uh, watch it, but it's Show or uh, Paramount Plus. I'm sorry, Paramount, it's Paramount Plus. Plus. Mm. So if you have Paramount Plus app, you can uh, watch the movie X. It's basically based in the 70s, I would assume, uh, like porn, like, and they're going to make a porn video. And so, but the rest, they enter, they encounter these people, but I don't want to tell you too much. Just watch it. It's good. That's, it was good. I thought it was good. Yeah. And I then, a good movie for you guys. Finally. Yeah, you did. Finally. You, you wrote for two <laughs> and the last two ones, but, uh, the, uh, but the Pearl was actually pretty decent too. Yeah. The, that Mia goth that plays that character. She looks like fucking psychotic, dude. Does she not? Yeah. 
in Pearl. I think she played the old lady too. Yeah. Oh, did she? In her makeup, I think. I don't know that for it's not proof. Dude, but anyways, I, we digress. Have you have you guys uh seen that baby on Instagram or that child on Instagram that looks like the Chucky doll? No. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. No. She has. She has like red hair, like strawberry she blonde. Like hair. Chucky. Oh God. Strawberry blonde hair and it's her a girl. Eyes are like blue. Yeah. Her eyes are like ice blue, and the, so the, the, so this lady's holding holding her, and then um a guy comes on comes on after the reel and was like, "You need to take that baby to church. Like it needs to be crucified. This that the other. Like I mean, crucified. Damn. Fucking shit. How about we try baptizing out. first? That was, that was <laughs> she is weird. Yeah, that child, like, oh, don't call her weird. Scary. Don't call her weird. I mean, scary looking child, bro. No, scary to look at. Like, I would be scared. Like, no, seeing all the movies and stuff like that. Like, I wonder how this, how that that child's gonna grow up. Wow. Yeah, she's on TikTok too. It looks like. Yeah. She looks, I mean. Trolls are rude about me. <laughs> but she even dresses her like weird, dude. Yeah. Well, she's cashing in on it. I mean, here, let me uh, let me she, show you. She should be, ca- she's cashing in on it. That's the whole reason. That's, here, I don't really like parents shit. that exploit their kids on Instagram. Because yeah, the kids, I don't either. The kids don't really have any say in it. No. And that shit's going to follow them for fucking ever. Here you go. Yeah. Look at my screen. Sit down here. Look at that. Yeah. See? I know, right? Look, oh, that mom is totally look, exploiting her. Look. <laughs> that mom's totally exploiting that poor child. Like, look, that child is. Scary. Oh, you can even tell the mom to Instagram bitch too, or TikTok. Yeah, yeah look, look at, at her, you know, yeah, look at right mm-hmm. here. Look on the hey. left. You can tell. Yeah, totally. Oh yeah, totally. She looks like Chucky. And I, like, yeah, let's just ruin your kid's entire life <laughs> for your fucking Insta fame, right? Oh, they, uh, let's see. That drives me nuts. I hate that. Yeah, he hates that shit more than anything. It pisses my wife off, too, because she loves showing me all these, like, cute little kids doing shit, and I'm like, that's child exploitation. <laughs> I hate watching TV with him now. Child does not have a say, so, like, it's yeah. not there, like, and it's going to follow them the rest of right. the time. Like, yeah, it may make you famous for, like, that yep. time, but, like, your child, like, literally can't say shit about it. You know, it's like, the, it's like that meme girl, the one in the back that, you know, like, she has that look of, like, disgust and confusion all at the same time you know what i'm talking about a little girl yeah. went around for decades now she's like an adult i'm right. like that shit follows you around forever you know and then like the old guy that's funny you know the old guy that the um they constantly use his his picture for like different expressions he's got the beard he kind of looks like brad when brad's not uh dying his beard um you know he's kind of bald old looking mm-hmm. see i'm growing it back out and uh <laughs> i was trying to get a fuck you mike but brad wasn't biting what do you mean that guy weird? there? He didn't even know he was insta famous. He didn't even notice all this time that I dyed my beard. Yeah, because I'm such solid a good job. white like Mike's. Yeah, but yeah. why don't you just rock it out? Okay, so when I started dying it, okay, I was going to be Blackbeard. No bullshit. But you died it way on, before then. I dyed it before then, and I thought, okay, but it was really dark. It was really dark. So I was like, it's just too much to upkeep. And so I said, fuck it. But then I said, you know what? I'm going to go as Blackbeard for, for Halloween. So I'll color it one last time around the week before Halloween. I'll go real dark, and then I'll curl it out because I'm going to grow it out. And then after Halloween, I'm going to trim it back down and then go back gray all solid. This can could, this could actually be a good lead into our next segment that we wanted to talk about on the last show. 
because why, why the fuck because, do I have to seem like I'm depressed, Dick? Jeez. And look, you even chased her away. I know. As soon as I said that, you know, I know, man. I was like, damn, you like chased her away. So, actually, it for me it started because I think I dyed my beard first, right before. Oh, that's right. You are right. So what happened was, is we went to this convention because my wife wants to be a lash artist, Um, and she went. She went to that school after twenty years. She's changing her career course. So we went over to this uh, uh, um, show, and they were giving classes. And we went in, and we're we're there to talk to like one of the girls that was teaching. She's like she's really famous industry. She's young. She's probably like in her mid twenties. And we go over, and we're talking her and her husband. And this other lash artist walks over and goes, "Oh my god, are these are these your parents?" And I felt so fucking old. Like I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so fucking old." So I went home and like I was like looking at myself. I'm like. All right, that's it. I'm gonna color my beard because my well, hair is like completely black, well, like you, totally black, but my beard's like white. Like you, even all this stuff is still like the hair? dye coming out. What? You dye your hair? No, my hair, my hair is totally black. I'm bald, so I, I, I swear, I swear to Christ, like totally, oh, totally, I don't dye my hair. I don't like your crystal anymore. And uh, yeah, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to feel younger. Like I want to, so I dyed my beard and I was like, kind of like it, you know? And everybody's like, oh my God, you look like 30 years younger. You know, I was like, oh shit, this is cool and stuff. And then, you know, Brad saw that, you know, it looked good. And then Brad went and dyed his beard and was like, oh shit. Because I want to feel younger too. Because we were looking at pictures ourselves going, man, we're so fucking old. And uh, well, that's because you guys are. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> How's that? We're wise. We're wise old men. You should respect what your an elders. Asshole. It's just because you respect fucking your are. elders. All right, I retract yeah. it. She's not coming on once a week. Fuck this bitch. <laughs> I know. That's okay. I like. I, I like the little I bit. Of, I like the sass. Just kidding. I like the sass. She's you know? sassy. Um. But anyway, so yeah. So I, I you know, I went and got it. I did. I did it, and then I was like, okay, it's just too much upkeep. Because, like, every week and a half, I have to go and, like, get the grays that come around the outside right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And around the mouth. So it's just like, fuck it. I'm just going to go back to gray. I don't give a fuck anymore. And then he Whatever. sees how, how I'm starting to rock the, the gray, and everybody's like, damn, you look fucking great, salt and pepper. You should keep it. So I'm in that I'm in that trend right now. But I think what it comes down to is I think it comes down to styling. Because, like, when I get my beard styled, like, I look good. Thanks for paying attention, Crystal. I know you're on your phone right now. Um, first <laughs> off, Brad just sent me a link to get our microphone because obviously random can hear me. We're just going to no, send, we'll hey, we'll send her Eric shit. No, he already paid all his stuff. He paid him full. We'll send me. Send, send him the money back. Oh, I'm not going to send him the money <laughs> back. Just buy one for me and just send it to me. Oh, wait, this just became like a patron account. Maybe. I, I, I was gonna mess with her and be like, "Listen, I don't get new DMs, man. So no." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, have your boy have that dude that is blowing you up. No, I yeah. think he blocked me because I stopped talking to him. Like, because I only wanted to ask him that one question, and I was it. And then he was like, "Text me this, that, the other," and I was just, I would just keep it on red, like leave it on red. Uh, yeah, like, been there, done that. That's no, terrible. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't like to be ignored. I've come to realize. Like, what'd you say? I wasn't listening. Guys don't like to be ignored. I've come to realize they get their no. they get their feelings hurt real fast, and if like to the point where they will block you. 
See, the older you get, the more you just go like this. Fuck them. I ain't gonna fucking deal with. Oh, I don't care. That's me. I'm like, fuck it. I feel like I feel like being I feel like being blocked is an achievement goal for me. (laughs) Damn, what an asshole. Hey, she fits in perfectly with this show because Mike's an asshole, and now you're an asshole. Like they'll block me, but they always come back. (gasps) Always come back. Ooh, damn, she's like getting on her high horse. Listen to this I shit, like Mike. I like I like this. I like someone that has a little bit of confidence. This is nice. Nice change I of mean, pace. It, it's not it's not confidence if it's true. It's a repeating pattern. So I know like obviously I'm not the problem. Mike, it's easy to do when you have tits and a nice ass. I mean, come on, let's just call that. You know what I mean? Like, it makes it a hell of a lot easier. So that's very true. See? No, I've had the same experience. Because <laughs> you have nice tits and a round ass. <laughs> yeah. No, I have no ass. I've been working on my ass. I've been doing some squats, trying to get that shit out there a little bit. Trying to trying to build it up. What is it? Hip thrusters. Oh, hip thrusters. Yeah. There you kettle, go. Kettle swings will help that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a kettlebell. Yeah, working on that. But hey, so there was a topic you wanted to discuss, Crystal, and we were going to lead into it. Um. So I really want to focus on this segment, focus on male depression. I feel like depression in general, obviously, is a sucky, like, it's a sucky topic to talk about. But, like, I feel like women are more prone to being, like, asked if they're being, if they're okay, like, and they, because they talk about their feelings more and, um, like on social medias and stuff, you always see like a woman of like, you know, a girl or a lady, or should I say, like being depressed or admitting to mm-hmm. depression or admitting to like almost committing suicide or, you know, just like about their feelings. And I feel like guys are definitely do not. And I feel like that's why like guys tend to be the ones that actually do commit suicide and they're they're not there's no limelight on that and that sucks so what's your why do you think guys are like that from your perspective um i feel like because and it's it's funny too and it's the guys that can talk to people like have people in their corner that they can talk to they just don't open up to them and it's been like i said it's been over time from generation to generation just to for guys to be the you know the protector the you know not to have feelings not to cry not to you know not to have all these things going on but being able to control all those things from another person or your family or whatever and then on top of all this other shit that you're going through like there's there's no outlet or avenue for you and i feel like well there there is there's outlets oh well okay that was the wrong that was the wrong terminology you're right there is outlets but mm-hmm. i feel like some guys think that there is none do you know what the outlets are video games hunting fishing outdoor activities having a weekend with the guys doing like productive things um you know women want like reassurance and to feel wanted guys need we need a job and conquest like we need to to grow expand like we don't want to have somebody tell us everything will be okay we want to make everything okay and we need give a man like and it's interesting because in world war ii they had a bunch of men that were in hospitals that were infirmed almost in comatose didn't 
didn't want to move, depressed, couldn't do nothing. They needed taxi drivers, ambulance drivers, not taxi, ambulance drivers. They went in and told those guys they need to drive an ambulance. And every single one of them got up out of their bed, went out and did their job. And they went from being infirmed, almost on their deathbeds, ready to commit suicide, to be becoming a productive member of society and doing something. Because if you give a man a job, that'll raise his him out of depression. Men get in depression when we feel like we can't meet the needs of the others around us because that's our role as a man. Like we are out there supposed to be fighting to keep our families safe, making money. When you take that away from us, that's when we fall into depression, you know, and we cope, we come home, we cope, we sit down, we, we get on the line with our buddies, we play video games. That's us decompressing from the day's bullshit and having a few moments to ourselves. But when we get home and we have, you know, like our, our a woman nagging us, you know, not letting us do that kind of stuff. Oh, you need to spend time with me. Listen to my problems. Listen to this. Listen to that. Blah, 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 blah. And you don't have a time to decompress. Then you can't. You, you, you fall into depression. And then when you get in this repetitive cycle of failure after failure after failure, and you don't have a win, that's when you get into depression. So there, like, I know because I like suffer from depression. I, I'll talk about it right now. Like, you know, I have, I have a lot of depression um, days because I have super high expectations of myself. And if I fall short, I feel like a loser. And I feel like a failure. Um, and I know Brad suffers from the same thing. Like, cause we, we have, we talk about it as friends to each other. Cause you know, I've, a long time ago, I said, Hey man, we need to like open up and just have conversations and not be assholes to each other. Like I'm an asshole online, but I hope he knows and deep down that he can talk to me about anything. And I got his back hundred percent. Well, let me interject on that. So yeah, go ahead. Because yeah, I do. But as of recent, it's been hard for me to talk to anybody. Right. About anything. I mean, I, I'm just being a straight shooter. I try not, since I know he, if he's in a certain element in a certain way, I don't want to add to it. Because when you when you're listening to somebody else's depression and some of their stuff, it's hard for when they're going through it too. So, I mean, like probably over the last, I don't know, probably two or three weeks, I've kind of backed off talking to him about it because I've been dealing with it myself internally. Um, I think guys... I, I feel like, and I could be way off here, so Mike, you can interject at any time, but... Well, your feelings, I, your feelings. I, I, I feel like men as a whole, maybe not every every man, but the men that are suffering with it, feel like it's an... it's um, What's the word I'm looking for? Feel like it's a... Um, it's not a good thing to portray. Like, so you, oh, it's you not. can't look... You look weak. You look weak. That's the word I'm looking for. So, as a male... If I say, hey, this is how I'm feeling, I'm depressed, then you look like a weak male. And you can't say it to a female because mm -hmm. some females will say, oh, he's weak. You, you see what I mean? So it's like a loop. It doesn't ever fucking – you don't get to break that out of that loop. It's a vicious cycle. And so you get in this cycle, and you just never get out of it before. Sooner or later, it's, it's just – you're spirals. You spi yeah, you spiral out of control. Yeah. The, the, uh, real quick, on add on that, and then Chris, I'll let you talk. The, what, what, you know – uh, everybody talks about unconditional love, like you hear that said. Um, women, children, animals, pets get unconditional love. Men, our love is all based on conditions. We don't get unconditional love. Like if we are not providing, you know, monetarily, sexually, emotionally, we get discarded for someone else that is most of the time. Most of the time, now there's there are exceptions to every rule. This isn't this isn't like a hundred percent, but like ninety percent of the time, if a guy is not managing those three pillars, 
adequately, he gets replaced by another man that will. Thoughts on that? Agree, um, disagree? I I feel like if you if you aren't willing to like open up and you completely shut off, then then yes, it is probably easier to be discarded and put on the side. Um I but- I feel like just to piggyback on what you were saying, Brad, um, I feel like knowing that you like were going through that for the last few weeks and thinking that like thinking Mike, because he could or could not have been going through the same thing um, and you didn't want to add on to it. Like, it, wouldn't it be easier to actually talk to Mike about it because you guys could help essentially each other? We have. But the reality is, when I say three weeks, it's actually been longer than that. Yeah, I've been dealing with it um, probably since the probably since the beginning of the year. And you've been dealing with since the end of COVID. Yeah, since the end of COVID. So it's been it's been um, and I hate and I'm not I'm I'm not getting political here, but since the downturn of the the economy and things of that nature, um, it's just it's a it's a it's a compiling effect. Um, You know, I have some personal things that I deal with um, at the same time. But it was like when you and then when you feel like you're dragging your, you know, closest person to you along with you for the ride, you start to shut it out. And Straight you start to hell, to, baby. Straight to start, hell. And you start to, to the shut end. Them. Well, you start to shut them out. You know, yeah, and I realized makes it the, worse. And I've, and I've really over the last probably seven days have begun that, you know, I, I have done that. I've literally started to shut the doors like communication, you know, lack of communication, lack of. To saying things because well, we just talked about that yesterday though correct to cut because, you off, I, but, because i said because i said but, something but i i he was hissing to me and then i opened up to him and literally what i said threw him into a downward spiral further because see we were we're talking we were talking about trying to figure out how to navigate this market and the way the economy is and i had just made the simple comment that some days you know i don't feel like our product is quality right now like because it's just a feeling I've got because it's my self-doubt, insecurity, yeah. like all those little demons that are in the background going, well, maybe you are not good enough. You know, maybe you're an old piece of shit and maybe you should just go dry up in the yard like a turd, you know, like, <laughs> you know, that's going on. So then I voiced it to Brad and then he picked up on that and that threw him down a spiral. Yeah. So like it's and then I mean, you know, I read a thing that like, you know, if you're feeling depressed, you should go out and chop wood. Like it was funny because Brad had talked about chopping wood earlier than the article he had read, but literally it's like just go out there and do something physical, um, because it gets your mind out of it and puts gets you physically exhausted, and then it, it just works, you know, like. But so, you get in this spiral. So you know? being physically exhausted and helps just like one hundred percent the mental capacity with a guy with As, a guy yes. So um, I also think that decompression when you get off from work is very important mm-hmm. regardless yeah. I've always done it in all of my relationships just be and I I'm probably just because I deal with people all the time so like when I come home and I have to like deal with like give me 30 minutes right to like calm down but, and then we can like talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about but like, a lot of guys don't get that of like silence mm-hmm. is all I need because but, I just I don't need someone like I have that from my dogs. I don't need someone in my face, like wanting to yap it up or talk it up. Like I'm so, sometimes I just need that, like right. time to not be social. 
so you know you've got you know guys like this is a, this is just typical work day for a guy and that has a wife and kids um especially if she's a stay-at-home mom like he's at work all day he's dealing with the bullshit of work all the problems the ups and downs he gets home and the first thing that happens is, is everybody runs up and greets him at the door you know the wife is like oh great you're home you can take over the hellions because i've been dealing with them all day like i need a break and he's like i need a fucking break from dealing with work and she's like you've been at work all day you've been goofing off like you know you've been whatever like you haven't had to deal with these kids all day like you need to get in here and immediately jump into dad role and there's no level of decompression there's no level of like you know blowing off the steam and stuff like that so what happens is, is you immediately start yelling at the kids because you're already at your limit you're yeah. already max Q. Like you've already dealt with everything. You've had no time to yourself. And then you're yelling at the wife. And then, you know, the sex, the sex breaks down because you get interruptions from the kids. Now you don't want to have sex with the person because you're kind of pissed off at them. You know, in the beginning, you're like, yeah, I'm going to have grudge. You know, I'm going to have grudge, grudge, fuck them. And then that even gets old. And then the next thing you know, you're like, you know, down this deep, dark spiral. No one understands. And then you lose your job or something big happens. And you're just like, fucking, I'm done. Like, check out. And you just kill yourself, you know? So at that point, at that point, like, why Uh wouldn't you, why wouldn't you have it like somewhat, I feel like somewhat of a conversation with your, with your significant other, like, Hey, I know that you've been dealing, like you're a stay at home, you've been dealing with the kids all day. Give me 30 minutes and then I'll jump into dad role. All right. I'll interject. Why is that like had that? I feel like that would break down so many barriers at that point in time and you wouldn't go into that you know what i mean like just one simple conversation could stop so many things all right well, let me tell you about that one okay mm-hmm. it, that all sounds good on the outside but on the inside that doesn't happen because yeah. what happens is you get home and then they think it's them now you might not be like every other woman but a lot yeah. of women that i've known throughout my life will be like they won't give you that five minute slack they, they think that there's a problem they want to try to solve it and be a fixer of it yep. versus just saying it's not i mean it goes back to the old it, it's not you it's me i mean nobody likes hearing it but at that particular moment when you're dealing with a depressing issue you've had a really shitty day it is me it, it isn't you it's it's me and i just need to, to be away and just get away from the whole entire day for five minutes maybe 20 minutes yeah, it's it, kind of like the old adage when you get into an argument with your girlfriend or your wife realistically i have been told and this is by multiple people from marriage counselors back from my first marriage all right and i still didn't learn my fucking lesson about it but i but you know i still haven't i'm still trying to work on it you should if you get into a fucking an altercation where you're screaming and yelling at each other you put the brakes on it right there and go i'm leaving for 20 minutes i'll be back and that way people can calm the fuck down oh i do all the time i like i'll be like let's table this conversation for tomorrow when you and I both had had time to think and we can talk about this like actually like level-headed because right now you're pissed off I'm pissed off right there's there's no point in actually having a conversation about it so here's my thing okay so it's like it goes back to the old adage of and again I keep saying this but like I'll use Robin Williams as an example or anybody else that's actually committed suicide. Now, he did discover that he had dementia, onset dementia coming to him. So who's to say what level he was at when he did it? But most happy people that portrayed on the outside are usually dealing with inner demons and they don't tell anyone. Like I put on a big smile and a big face even on the show at times. You know what I mean? That's just the way it is. But deep down inside, man, I'm fucking getting killed. I'm getting punched like a punching bag emotionally. But I'm just dealing with it the only way I know how. 
I'm not saying it's the right way, but it's hard. It's so hard to be a man in today's world. And again, but you get crucified for being weak. You get crucified just for being a man. Like if you're strong, you're macho, you're an asshole, you're, you know, you're over the top, Player. you're dominating, Whatever. you're a player, you know. And then if you do, if you do speak up and speak your mind and like, you know, talk about your feelings and your wimp, your simp, you know, you're, you're, you're a bunch of other adjectives, you know, to like demasculate you or, you know, make you feel more worthless. Um, that's, that's just, just like that's, conversation. that's, yeah. We had uh, last time, Mike, like yeah. the fact that like and a, a lot of it is just like social media or like um, yeah, dating dating someone, you know, uh, the Me Too movement, like right. emasculating like mm-hmm. guys for being guys. Like it's not okay to be a guy. You know what I mean? One, um, of, one of the hardest things for for someone to like understand, like just because they opened the door for you or you know buy you flowers or you know pay pay for meals like that's that's out of respect right nothing to do with they're doing this because they're they're a simp for you or exactly whatever see there's a there's a there's a saying i want you to google when we're done with the show here because we're you know fixing to run out of time in a little bit so i don't want to stay on too much but it's called podcast we go as long as we want smiling that's true smiling (laughs) depression Mm-hmm. You know, it's appearing happy to others while internally suffering uh, depressive symptoms, and it's become extremely popular. Uh, I, I guess you could say that's kind of what like a condition that I have. I, you know, there's times I put on a fake smile during the day, man, but I'm really getting my ass torn up. <laughs> no pun intended on the <laughs> inside. You know what I mean? So no, sorry about um, that. I know. I thought it was funny too, actually, but um, <laughs> I realized what I said. But I was like, no pun intended. No, I was saying sorry for tearing your ass up. Yeah, well, that's different. <laughs> that's I feel like that's anyone, though. Like, honestly, like there are so many times where, like, I get in those state of minds where I like, I'm like, okay, well, I'm just gonna smile this shit off until fake it till I make it. See, that's that's, that's the, necessarily that's, yeah. not good either. Like, not good to ha- like do. That's the problem with today's society. It's like that. The thing is, is we're all going through the same shit. Everybody is going through the same exact shit, right. and we just don't realize it. Like everybody that you meet, like you're like, oh, that's a motherfucking asshole out there. No, he's not an asshole. He's having a bad day. He's at wit's end, and you just happen to catch him at a trigger moment. I mean, yeah. that's why we have so many cases of road rage. It's not because we're all assholes driving around being pissed off. It's because we've had a shitty ass day after shitty ass day after shitty ass day, and this is just icing on the cake. You know, like it's just like one more thing and it's driving us to insanity. One of the things I follow on Instagram is uh, and it's I don't do it from like a morbid standpoint, but I have a lot of people that have like I follow that have terminal diseases or they've lost loved ones. But they 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 come from a real motivational point. Um, I do it for two reasons. One, it, it reminds me that there's people out there that have way worse than I do and they're keeping a positive attitude. And they're trying to make a difference with what time that they have left on the planet. And two is um, sometimes I just need to like feel like part of a community. Like there's people that, you know, they're not out there like because you can get in a trap of just following people that are out there showing their best lives. And they're showing like a trip to Bali, then a trip to Spain and, you know, nice meals and nice cars. And like, you know, all I do is work one hour a day on Instagram and, you know, I'm, I'm making a hundred thousand dollars a month. And, you know, I'm over here like, grinding like a slave just trying to make ends meet and you know and i've got a pretty good i've got a really good life so i'm complaining for no reason because there's people have a way worse than that so it's kind of like just a reminder of like hey it could be way worse 
and it'll always be better. And then it's, it's such a struggle though. And there's talking and the problem, like when I talk to my significant other, like my wife, if I go and say, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm really concerned about this month. The economy's going down a little bit and we need to cut back. Like she immediately goes into like straight up panic mode and is like, Oh shit. Like I can't do this. Can't do that. Like, I got to tell our friends we're broke, you know? And like, and that makes me even feel more shitty yep. as a man, as a husband, because now it's like, okay, you're making it worse. Like you're, you're taking my insecurity that I've kind of shared to you in confidence and you're broadcasting it to the world and you're taking it to the extreme. It's like, well, you know, I guess I was, I was going to get like my haircut, but now I can't, you know, I'm just going to wear it in a bun because <laughs> I can't afford the haircut. And no, it's not to that extent. It's just like, you know, I just want to keep an eye on it, just make conscientious purchases, things like that, because it's, yeah. and, mo and a lot of it is like, guys have a problem. Like, here's the thing, like in the past, we heard a noise in the woods. It was probably an animal that wanted to kill our family. We either went and chased it out or we moved our family to safety. The threat was gone. We could relax. Now the threat never leaves because it's on all fronts and it's all the time and it's all hypothetical, you know? It's like, what happens if I don't have money to pay rent next month? Well, every month for the last 40 years, I've always had enough money to pay rent. <laughs> well, why is next month going to be any different? Right. But so, I still worry about it. Just just like, just to piggyback what you said, uh -huh. like, I mean, we're all going through it. So like, why make life harder? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like a simple conversation can right. save so much. And sometimes, like, and I understand that it's definitely hard, like, from a guy's standpoint for being depressed but i feel like also like let's normalize like having guy friends that actually talk to you about shit like instead of well, like, guys do well, well hold on because i'll interrupt you crystal because yeah. i think it's great that you're even on this podcast yeah. talking about it as a female yeah i mean because that's on that's really kind of unheard of at times where a female will say hey listen i think it's 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 okay to talk to me about it yeah, you know what but I mean? I'll, yeah, I'll be honest with you. Like, you know, a guy point like and I'm, I'm happy in my marriage and stuff like that. But you're you're a very attractive woman. And for me to open up to you, it's making me feel less of a man because it's like here you see me kind of raw and exposed. And I'm feeling like it's being judged upon me. You know, does that make sense at all? No, no? It, does make, like, it, does make, it does make sense. But like, obviously, like, that's definitely yeah. not, you know what I mean? Not yeah. the case, like whatsoever. Like, I feel for you like but And yeah. I was like. You know, it's like it, one of those things like I this is a judgment free zone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, right however, like however you feel about like I'll give I'm going to give you those 10 minutes to vent about whatever you need to vent about. And then after that, we won't talk about it. Which anymore. is which which it. is easy. That's why I recommend like guys going to see therapists like, you know, my yeah. my therapist that I talked to for a long time. Um, she's a beautiful Colombian woman. I mean, she's like drop dead gorgeous, you know, oh, make me and here. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm just saying like, like, she's just like, you know, like she's like beautiful and, but I can talk to her because she's a stranger What's and it's like, I'm not, I, I sent her to you, Brad. I thought I know, you went, you know, I like, I, um, you know what I liked about her? She just told me exactly how it is. But for a guy, it's difficult. Like, see, here's like, here's a prime example. Okay. We've had a really stressful day in, at work. We're in our head. We're kind of, we're kind of fucked up. Are we really fucked up in our head? We get home. We want to get in an intimate relationship with our wife. We have to like get an erection and be able to perform. Now, when you got a bunch of shit going on in your mind, it's not automatic, especially when you get older. And, you know, when you're in your 20s, it's like you don't have to think about nothing. Like erections just come. They're just like, ha, here I am. Let's fucking rock on, you know, like true. But when you get in your like 40s, 
try being in your 50s. Yeah, (laughs) 40s, 50s, sometimes 30s. You know, the shit, the stress of the day can fuck up your erection. You can literally be in the moment, good to go, and And then then something will pop in your head, and you think, oh, I'm fucking, you know, shit, I got fucking problems coming up down the road, and it just sneaks in. It's invasive. And all of a sudden, your erection goes down, and then your significant other is like, "Oh my god, it's me! You're not attracted yep. to me. Who, who are you fucking on the side? Because yep. obviously, your shit was working, and then now you're defending yourself. You know, well, here's my phone, which Go makes it. it worse. There's nothing yeah. there. You know, and then I now, the, and, and I'll tell you what, like uh, speaking personally, 100 candid, like up until the first time I had like a sexual performance issue, it never fucking crossed my mind. But after that very first fucking time. It's always in the back of my head. It's always like, hey, is it shit going to work today? Is it not going to work? I don't know. Like, it's fucking like it broke down one time. It's like getting in a car. It's like your car, if it's never broken down, you get in that bitch, it's reliable. You're driving the road, have no fucking problem. The first time that thing leaves you stranded on the side of the road, from there on out, when you get in, you're like, is it going to work this time or is it not? See, and he's absolutely right. Same thing. It doesn't matter how many of these you take. Yeah. If your mind isn't fucking there, oh, guess yeah, what? Don't help. It ain't going to fucking work. Yeah. Because well, no, I, I, I can't. I, I can't take. I take yeah. a daily uh, like Cialis. five milligrams of Cialis. Yeah. And, and but, but now that I take uh, testosterone replacement, because I, you know, my testosterone TRT, was low. Yep. Mm-hmm. I do TRT replacement. I've seen a no pun intended a huge uptick as far 100%. as like being up because I I have my testosterone levels back. I feel you know, like a dude. I don't. I have good energy and, levels. You know. So it, and that's it does the other- work. That's the other thing too. Like I feel like the medical community is against men as well because, you know, back in the seventies, like average testosterone level should be around eight hundred to a thousand. Yep. Now the average, the medical average, or not average, but the medical before you can get prescribed is like two hundred. Like they yeah. won't do anything to your two hundred. Like, and I'll tell you what, like because we were both low, we both had low T because we're yep. both up there. I'm forty seven. Brad's fifty two. You know, and in, and when you get to your mid. 30s it starts dropping because if you think about it you know 100 years ago the average lifespan for men was like you know 50 60 so we would be almost to the end i mean really i'm not being an asshole i'm just saying like this is a decline like this is like we were towards it like some guys would live in their 80s actually you're actually you're a little high it was like 45 i believe yep so yeah, yeah, you know, so like that, you know, like right now, I'd be like the old wise man in the fucking tribe. Like everybody would come in, hey, Mike's been around for many moons. He knows what he's doing. Like, go right. ask him. And, I, you know, and so when testosterone is at 200, like I can tell you like 90% of my depression has gone away because my testosterone is back to where it needs to be. So I have the fight back in me. My, I mean, I still have the, the problems, some of the problems, dip, yeah. but it's not as bad. I mean, Brad's way better than he was a year ago. So do you think that ultimately, like, maybe, like, dudes that are dealing with it, like, so hardcore, mm-hmm. that maybe it could be low T. Low and they, T. Uh, Absolutely. Guys don't want to talk Listen, about it. You should go get it, like, mm-hmm. looked at. I think any male don't want to talk with about a it. testosterone level below, I would say below 300, probably even below 400, honestly. If you're feeling like shit and you yeah. feel like – Okay, so I have no problem admitting this. Where you feel like you're tearing up, yeah, just from things like whether it's a movie or anything yeah. that emotionally gets you because your estrogen—it's almost like you're taking estrogen, yeah, because your body's changed. I, I can't, I, I can't, I implore you to go out and start taking TRT and and consider to, you know, obviously you want to do it under medical supervision. Yes, you don't want to just go buy some shit on the street, mm-hmm. but go get a, a, you know, in front of a doctor, talk with your that. doctor. If your doctor doesn't agree with you. 
find then somebody go else. find another daughter. I mean, because yeah. honestly, my doctor said, hey, you know, you can do whatever you like. She was like, blah, blah, blah. If it makes you mm-hmm. feel good, fine. So I have a nurse practitioner that I deal with. Yep. And he is familiar with it, and, and that's all he sells, that and some other things, you know. But it's like, it's, I, you well, know, it's I'm Apex shot. Medical. And Apex Medical, and fucking yeah. Fucking amazing. Like, amazing, amazing guy, guy, man. Like, and Apex Medical. I actually get messages because mm-hmm. I comment on his ads that run. Yeah. And because I know him, we know him personally. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, um, and they're like, hey, is this legit? Because I saw that you were commenting yeah. on his post. I go, 100%, man. He's great. Boom, he gets a deal from it. You know what I mean? This, but, this helps so mm-hmm. many people because I didn't know that that yeah. could even be a thing. You know what I mean? Test your like, testosterone, man. Get yeah, it tested. I, I feel like that would help. Yeah. I mean, there was there was times there when my testosterone was like in the 180s, you know, and my doctor was like, oh, you're only 180. That's not bar- bad. I mean, you know, it's only like 100 <laughs> points off. I would literally be crying at the stupidest shit. Like, <laughs> and I'm not talking about like just like, I mean, I'm full on like, fucking out, dude. sobbing over dumb shit not like like just seeing stuff like watching like a father play with his like kid basketball or ball or something like that and going man i'm so fucking old dude like my kid's like 20 like she don't need me no more like nobody fucking needs me like everybody at work is doing just fine without me like why do i even need to be here like i'm taking up space and oxygen for no fucking reason well getting back to mike's thing real quick so what mike was talking about with the age thing and i said it was 45 is usually when you had the average lifespan that's why back in colonial times and before you know even in the the renaissance era and things like that you men that were you know 35 40 years old were sleeping with 13 and 14 and 15 year old women because they were of mature age to give birth yeah that's how they that's why they were having sex with these younger women because they were gonna die and they were passing Mm -hmm. on their dna and you know trying to have kids and um, and women, but, women of that age had a higher chance of surviving childbirth. And so, so testosterone levels, up, I know, like, but like, so like now, uh huh. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They, they have. Did you know now? what we're talking about? Childbirth. Back then, like if you were in like your twenties and you were giving childbirth, you had the mortality rate of you and the child was a much, much higher, like almost fifty percent higher than a woman that was like in her 15, 16, 17 year old age, uh, yeah, just physically. Correct. Oh, yeah. I mean, did you know that like before we pasteurized milk in 1910, that more child infant mortality was 50%. And most of that was because they were getting sick from the mil- unpasteurized cow's milk they were drinking. And yep. now you got these wackos out here that are trying to push unpasteurized cow's milk again. Yeah, fuck that. For benefits. Idiots. No, do you want to get tuberculosis? Do you want to get all yeah. sorts of viral disease? No, we pasteurize it for a reason. And all it is is pasteurizing is just bringing it up to a boil. And then cooling it off. Yeah. That's all it is. It's not it's like it's a crazy ad of chemicals. Like killing all of those. Uh, they're like, and they're like trying to, pathogens. yeah, all the like, bad stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you're killing all the great stuff in milk. No, you're fucking saving people's lives. Don't people get sick. Yeah. So, but anyways, back to what Brad so was back saying. Back to what I was saying is 19- like, yeah. So that you know, you had these people that you know that you you would have um, sex with you know younger people right. as you were get because you were getting close to your end of life. So uh-huh. the reality is now we have the medical knowledge and i really believe i truly believe that if if men should talk to their doctors they should literally uh look at having their testosterone tested if it's super low and i i'm I'm probably lowballing here saying two three hundred maybe even 400 range you know get a bump in that testosterone it it changes your mindset significantly now you still deal with the everyday stresses but you're not you're not thinking of putting a bullet in your head you know what i mean yeah yeah, i feel like that would help tremendously Mm -hmm. through a lot of people even though like you are younger and you may not, you may not think like, Hey, this is like happening to me, but like, it could be, it could very well be happening to you and you don't know what's happening to you. Well, you can't get it tested. 
I'll tell you what, like for me, like um, it's was really hard to go talk to people like a doctor and something and admit that you're not, that you're having an issue and to not listen to the to conventional doctor that's going to tell you, Oh, everything's fine. You know, here's a, here's a magic anti because they're the first thing they're going to push is anti-depression pills. Like that's what my doctor did. Oh, Hey, you're feeling down a little bit. Here's some fucking Prozac. Go take some Prozac, mm -hmm. you know? Oh, here's some lorazepam. Oh, that's not working. Here's some Valium. You know, let's, let's yeah. med you up. You know, it's not yeah. like, let's yeah. treat the problem. Oh, you got low testosterone. Let's fix that. You know, they're like, oh, you know what? You might, you know, it could it cause everything first. Yeah, they're like, it could cause your could cause your 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 uh, sperm cell count to drop, you know, yeah. and you know, you might you know might have some some other side effects, you know, if you get too high of dosage of testosterone. But they don't care about all the stuff the Valium and Prozac and all that shit causes. Yeah, because so. here's why. And again, I could be off base when I say this is purely yeah. opinion. I don't have any fact to build this, mm -hmm. but I really truly believe inside that they get kickbacks. Oh, 100%. Getting, getting these, 100%. Getting these drugs out. 100% so they do. So yeah. Because they're getting the kickbacks, wouldn't you, if you were getting kickbacks, wouldn't you be doing it if you were yeah. that person? Yeah. You go, well, oh. And well, not only that, but I'm sure like there's some kind of like incentive, like yeah. selling a higher, are you giving a higher, like, medicine like testosterone could be way cheaper than prozac so oh you, it is it's way it is way cheaper that's what i'm saying like mm -hmm. so they're probably initially getting some kind of incentive of like pushing a more expensive med medication than yeah. something irrelevant right and then yeah so like i mean that's been helping us a lot i mean right now we are going through a funk and the reason yeah. is is it goes back to what i said to me in the statement yeah guys need to have in order to feel out of depression we have to have a job and we have to be able to create value like we don't just want someone to listen to our problems. Like we have to, that's why when you go to your guy and you're like, Hey, I just want to hear, like, I want to, you tell them about your day. They immediately try to start fixing it. And yeah. all you, all you want is just to have somebody to vent to. Cause when and you, too. as yeah. soon as you vent, you're good. You're happy. You're like, yeah. it's all gone. You know, the guy, like when we can't, we're not good until it's fixed. You know, like we're, we, we can't bitch about like the garage door not working. And then be like, Hey, I feel better now that I bitched about the garage door not working. We have to go out and fix the garage door. Cause then that's when we get, the cure-all. So the problem is, is that, you know, we're not getting the avenues to go fix shit. Like we're not getting, you know, and we'll do it subtly. Like, you know, my wife sometimes just gets on to me sometimes about playing video games, because, but I'll go in there and like, I'll do like an eight hour like session because I've had like a really fucking fucked up day. And I just want to go out and like shoot shit and talk to some buddies online and just, you know, like fucking play that I'm a GI Joe over, you know, shooting, you know, terrorists like for a couple in a non realistic world. Yeah. Because I can't think escape. of anything else. Cause all it's I'm thinking escape. about is what's happening in front of me and I'm focused hundred percent and I can't go. And then I'm, then it's gone. Like it's mentally, I'm like, okay, man, that was fucking cool. Like I got to talk to my buddies, like, you know, talk to some random people, shoot some shit or even played games by myself, you know, and just fucking was in a fantasy land for a couple of hours. Yeah. That's how I decompress. And I had the conversation with my wife. So she leaves me alone. You know, now when I do that, I'm saying, listen, it's not you. It's not, I don't want to spend time with you. So I just physically can't. I mean, I told Brad that a thousand times because I'm more introverted than extrovert. And I've been like, dude, I'm emotionally drained. I don't have anything left in me to give. I can't go to this party. I can't go to this event because I can't do it. I just physically can't. Like, I'm well, done. Sometimes, sometimes your I'm social, baked. like, your social battery is just like completely. 100%. Dead. Like, and you just yeah. you can't. Yeah, like, where see, like, I have unlimited amount of energy when it comes to that. It doesn't like, bother I'm me. Tired. But that's, we're yeah. just wired differently. I'm an extrovert, I'm yeah. not an introvert. Sometimes, well, it's, but that's the thing. Like, I'm like, I can be both. I can be, I can completely be inside, like for for two days by you, myself, not talking to anybody. You, 
And then there are days where I can go out every week, but guess what? Like no. next week, I'm not going to do but that. The but. difference is, cause you and I, I think are on the same, on the same wired like this. The difference is, is you can't sustain it. Like if every day you had to be on 100%, like you cut, you go to work, you interact all day with people at work. You come home, you interact with your, your spouse or your partner all day, all night, like nonstop, no break for yourself. You wouldn't be able to do it. Because you, you're like me, like I'm super like Brad, like when we went to the, the, the Lakeland event, you know, you're like, oh, I can't believe you're so like, you know, out, you know, but you outgoing afterward, but I was doing it. I can do it. Like I can get out there and I can talk to strangers. I can be interactive. I can be funny. I can do what I need to do. I can blah, 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 blah. But then at the end, I'm like, oh, just like, yeah. you know, let me fucking Done. just go read a book, oh, yeah. kick back, relax. Like I can't do it for like extended periods of time, yeah. you know, like four or five hours max. And then I start getting like, oh, Jesus Christ, like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Like, let's let's move on, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> well, that. well, like, listen, even after podcasts, like I have to take a little while to decompress because I put so much energy into it. Um, Agree. You know, like, I don't know, like the male depression, I don't know of talking about it. It's, it's a good start because it, it lets you know you're not alone because oftentimes as men, we feel like we're alone, like we're going through the struggle by ourselves. But we need to take it the next step and that's take action. Yeah. Which is well, where Brad and I get tripped up right now. Like we get in these funks and spirals and then we feel like we can't take action and we just need to stop and take action. Bottom line. That's and why that's, I feel like it's important for like people to, to know that like, especially for not just like males talking about it, like mm -hmm. a female actually saying it too. Like there are people that, that you can talk yeah. to. Like well, Even when your significant other is probably nagging, it's probably that's probably one of those things that you're just not talking about. That I agree. Avoid all of that. So, well, that one conversation. The fact that you just said that, let me provide some listeners in case you guys are dealing with some uh, some struggles yourselves, like you know, like Mike and I do at times as well. Uh, there is a twenty four seven. 365 day a year treatment referral information service whatever it's basically the substance abuse and mental health services administration you can call them at 1-800-662-HELP or that's 1-800-662-4357 you can also if you know if you're if you're ever on the you know the limb I, trust me man I, I think anybody's been there uh, but if you feel like you're on the fence man you know unfortunately if you know men's suicide of any sort hey just pick up your phone and hit 988 man and that, that, yeah. that's basically your suicide and crisis lifeline. You just give them a call. You don't um, let it get, don't let it get there though. Cause the problem yeah. is the problem is, is that men are so successful at suicide because once we get to that point, correct, we're not going to stop. We're not going to take, we're not going to get off the ledge. You know, it happened. It needs to, you need, if you feel like off, you need to start working on it now. now. Don't wait to get to that point. Search out um, other men. Hit us up at info at the daily BM. Yeah, talk to us. Talk to us on our socials. I mean, we're open books. I mean, I play an asshole, but I'm not an asshole in real life. I mean, I'm there because I want everybody to succeed. And I'll riz you and rattle you because it's fun, but it's not. This is, this I'll is never a do anything subject. to hurt anybody's feeling. Like, I'll never Correct. do anything to hurt, like, build, tear you down because I'm here to build people up. I mean, that's what my mission yeah, is so in just, life. Just shoot us an email at info at the daily BM.com, you know, and then, um, yeah, but definitely, we'll definitely respond and we'll stay in touch with you if you're having issues. Crystal, uh, just wanted to say thanks for coming on, man. We really appreciate it. You know, like I said, Absolutely. hey, the invite is there, so we can talk off air. You know, um, yeah. You know, Mikey, hey, you guys got anything before we get out of here? No, I just like to thank Crystal for coming out. It was a lot of fun. 
Always. All right, guys, don't forget, follow us on the Tiki Talk and on the Tiki Machine, underscore the Daily BM. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Daily BM or the website, dailybm.com, info at. Hey, Mikey, we're done. Let's get out of here. Crystal. Have a good one. Bye. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Deuces. <laughs>